ridiculous. Pot of greed. And, uh, yeah, but wait, what does a pot of greed do, Josh? Um, um it's a, I think it's a, it's a card. I think it's a magic card, and I think it does. It let you discard one. No, does I think it let you, can you get draw one three card cards. From, I think it's three cards. I think I don't you know get you one card from the not. graveyard. I really don't know if you guys are kidding. I think it's, it's, it's one card no, from the no, graveyard. It's from right, it's two cards. No, two cards. Two cards from your hand. Greed is a banned card that lets you draw two fucking cards at the cost of nothing. <laughs> okay, okay, but yeah, but but what does Pot of Greed do? Draw two cards at the cost of nothing. It's a I magical don't... card that allows me to draw not one but two cards. Two from cards my from deck. your deck. By the way, this is There's unscripted. There's like a five-minute compilation out there on on YouTube of like. Different characters in Yu-Gi-Oh explaining every fucking time they use Pot of Greed, like what Which it allows does. me to draw two cards from my deck. There, there's a reason why I stopped watching that cartoon. <laughs> we um, can keep this up. Welcome to Unscripted Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is Josh, joined by Ray and Mike. You probably brown didn't eyes, you didn't realize white Mike episode had started, <laughs> but it <laughs> Brown yeah. Eyes White Mike. Man, this is going to be fun editing this shit together. Let's go. Let's let's go. Okay. I'm in it. Yeah. Also, I uh, fr- friend of the friend of the pod, uh, Matt Matt had showed me also a video of this divine serpent, which Yugi then uses some bullshit night move to constantly quote unquote reflect an attack back to each other until it was an infinite attack. And then he, like, combined and had more than infinity attack points so that he could win. And I was like, man, even for anime, that's fucking stupid. I mean, anime gets pretty stupid at times, but... I tried to look up this this Divine Serpent card, and all I could find was, um... Were, was just this, this Taylor Swift album? I, I don't get it. So. <laughs> Yugi, wow. Yu-Gi-Oh, Bakugan, could, Beyblade, all of that shit. That is that some, some low-tier Fuego, <laughs> Fuego takes there, Mike. Thank you. Look what you made me do. Stop. Is is the old Mike dead? De- well, he can't come to the phone right now, so I guess he is. Are we keeping this in or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, yeah, we've no, done the no, intro. Just, this. We're, in, we're in the pod now. This started like two Oh, we're, we're in the ago. pod? Yeah, okay, we'll well, we're in the pod. By the way, we haven't mentioned it yet, but this is unscripted gaming. I already did. Okay. Well, yeah. we, I wasn't I sure already, if I... Because I, I said, said I said Yu-Gi-Oh. this was unscripted gaming. Was a, I said who we are. Like, it, we've already done okay. that. It's actually uh, Mike's turn, okay. but Josh usurped that like the Donald yeah. Trump he is. <laughs> Goddamn right. No. I, I saw an opportunity and I took it. Like the Donald Trump you are. <laughs> Quick, w- make a deal with the Democrats just out of spite. Ah! I wasn't. It. I wasn't supposed to win, but somehow I did, and now I've got this shit on my plate, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> the joke Wait, went enact, too far. En- enact really shitty policies that people are mad that that, and then get sad when people are mad at you for not doing things that are popular. Wow. Oh, so you're talking Rocket about science. Activision and Destiny? <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> The Destiny beta came out last week, at least last week from the recording of this. Josh, I heard you play Man, it. I Mike, ca- I, think I heard I you play it. You guys, I didn't have time to play it. You guys talk about the Destiny beta for like five, ten minutes. Go. All right. Well, we we actually have a video up of us playing the Destiny beta. 
if you guys want to check it out on our YouTube channel, like, comment, subscribe. Um, but yeah, we uh, it, I I have played a lot of Destiny I, as the unscripted gaming dedicated Destiny field reporter. Um, <laughs> I played a lot of it, so I was pretty excited for uh, Destiny Two to being out on PC. The original was not. Um, from a technical perspective, jumping from console to PC, it's like night and day because it's. I mean, it, it, first of all, I think I thought the beta, they, like in terms of, they've done a lot of really good work bringing that to PC and getting it running mm-hmm. super well. Like from from what I've heard, p- personally on my PC ran like a goddamn dream, but I've mm-hmm. heard that like they've really optimized this game to run on some some pretty some pretty shoddy machines. Like you can have a pretty you know pretty old machine or, or even using Intel integrated graphics and like still get pretty good um, performance out of out of yeah. the game. They really want to um, make sure that it has a, has a wide reach. Yeah, like, I, I mean, because even when you're in the video options, it shows you, like, how much memory, how much video memory you're using currently, and it just gave you tons of options to adjust that stuff. So, perform, and I mean, it goes all the way up to 4K. I think it has an, I think it has an uncapped frame rate. So, if you have, mm-hmm. like, a a crazy high refresh monitor you can do that too so it's it just gave you like things so you don't just, hear about a lot from like strictly console things coming to pc or things that don't yeah, usually translate definitely. well that they've they've really done a good job of of bringing over yeah so like but you know a, it's, it's the studio like a, that did the tony hawk 2 um port for game boy so you know obviously they've got some chops i'm in shock and so awe he actually said that I don't, yeah, I'm just going to ignore that, actually. Yeah, let's just pretend um, it didn't happen. Okay, well, uh, well, the most important part of it was an isometric the dream, beta is all I'll say. was obviously learning about the Destiny lore and reading over some of the Grimoire cards. Here we go. Josh, as someone who's new to Destiny 2, how do you... I need to ask you about you know, your Destiny lore. I... No, nothing. I refuse to read the grimoire. My concern has always been, as somebody who has not played the original Destiny, how am I going to get up to speed? Like, how easy is it going to be for me to understand what is going on? From the beta, not so good. Not so good. They uh they kind of threw you in, a lot of terms, a lot of stuff, a lot of shit happening, and there's no explanation for any of it. It's all like, oh hey, this like, this angry man is putting this booster rocket on this moon, and now you're dying. Oh okay, cool. Why is any of that important? Why does this moon all of a sudden make me die? I don't get it. So what is happening? Can I interject real quick? I, I was talking about this very, very briefly with Mike earlier. And um, the, the excuse uh, people had given Destiny 1, I do believe it was the creators themselves, Destiny 1 for why the Grimoire cards were online and not actually in the client or not better explained in the goddamn game is because the game had changed so much during its development process that this was the happy medium. If you want to learn the lore, go online. Now, with the sequel... Now you have no excuse if for someone that's brand new to the game that wants to know the lore and can't learn it because 
It's not built into the game. There's there's a lot. Now, I will it's I will very give, rich. It's I will rich give them story. Some, I will give them some credit. This is the beta. They just kind of threw you in. I don't know what they have lined up for the actual release, and I again I won't know because I have to wait six weeks because I'm on PC and not console. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I haven't heard anything about like them really doing anything additional to get players up to speed or just kind of jumping them in and just saying like, Hey, here, you know, use some context clues and figure it out or go back and read the grimoire and you can figure it out and get up to speed, which I, I, that's not enough that, Uh, you know, that's cause uh, that's something I do. I mean, because it is one thing it's it's really tough just because it doesn't help that they kind of borked the delivery of the story in the first place and didn't fix it really until the end of 20 like when the taken king came out like the third expansion to destiny one is when they kind of reorganized the story to kind of fix all that stuff um here doesn't here, really help that yeah like, and here here's my thing is like Destiny is not as big as they wanted it to be, as it should be, as it could be. There are a lot of things you can point to and say this is why Destiny has struggled. Destiny 2 was a really good opportunity for them to correct those mistakes and grow the player base a lot. And, you know, they've, they've done a good thing by leaving the old platforms behind, bringing on... Mm-hmm. the PC. So we're saying, you know, we're going to give a really technically great product. We're going to bring in a whole new part of the market that we haven't before. Now, they need to then say, okay, here is a quick way for people who have not played Destiny before to catch up really quick. Even if it's like, you know, a short 5-10 minute like novella or little you know movie snippet just to say like okay here's what you need to know here's what the the what's the what is that the frontier forerunner the moon called that they capture and like kills everybody the traveler the traveler they they need to say hey this is what the traveler is this is what Pigman means when he's saying now you don't have light like they need to say <laughs> up front why that's important because as somebody who's never played destiny before Pigman comes and puts this thing around a moon and says you don't have light anymore i'm like oh, okay i love Ooh, how josh bro. is saying I this so like questions. destiny players from year one knew what the traveler was because we don't it's a great question <laughs> i'm still every i'm still on board the traveler is actually evil theory <laughs> Just wait for the cosmic heel turn. It's going to happen, folks. <laughs> the John Cena. The traveler goes. The John orb Cena. off the top turnbuckle. So, so, so basically, the traveler is Cortana, and then she's going to get corrupted and go evil, and it's basically just Halo again. I mean, not to shit on Destiny's lore, but honestly, when it comes to like who or what the traveler is, anything's up for grabs. I don't know. I don't know if Mike knows. I don't think anyone besides the creators of the game really know. They don't even know. They probably don't know either. (laughs) And see, they actually, this is the thing I would say, is that, like, tragically, there's actually some really well-written, like, because, like, after, like, the initial set of Grimoire cards that were just bullshit. (laughs) 
<laughs> they 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 did they kind of like okay wait we have to like write things out of, outside of the game let's just make these short platforms for like short stories and some of them are actually like really interesting and cool like one is like one of my favorite ones is like the like the weird rogue calculations of like some super ai that like might be wounding the traveler to make sure it doesn't run away because the traveler has a history of being like hey i'm here now planet i'm gonna give you guys power and then it, when it and then when things get really bad the traveler is like uh bye and just will leave is that the rasputin supercomputer yeah yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a story to yeah, that. Yeah, like this. Yeah, there is. Like, it's really, really cool. It's like really weird seeing like this like weird computer like running through calculations of like, okay, if X happens, then I'm going to try and kill the traveler. If Y happens, I'm just going to try and graze the traveler. It's like that's really cool. So like, I'm really curious. I that's the one thing. Because playing through the beta, it definitely feels a lot like Destiny. They made a couple of gameplay changes I think are I think are smart like they added some new a new kind of a type of ability um I mean the classes are the same they they changed up some stuff with like the classes they really messed with the one my favorite class which is really mad but it's fine Who's your favorite it's okay class? I get it uh my favorite was a warlock sun singer okay and when instead of because in in destiny one when you did your super as the sun singer, you just got really stupid grenade cooldown, and then you could just throw these giant fireballs that blind anybody who looks at them, but then also do a ton of damage, which made which was really great for multiplayer because you could just litter the entire map in fireballs, and everybody was dying, and nobody could do anything about it, and it was great. This sounds like it was it's right so for a good. Nerf. <laughs> And it was wonderful. And then now they're like, "No, you look now. You have a fire sword." And I'm like, "It's not the." Oh, that's this anyway, is this, but... this is just hashtag typical Mike bitching about things that are OP. Like he's the guy who loved the <laughs> oh. the original pre nerf FAMAS in Battlefield. Don't 3. Don't talk to me about the Battlefield Three FAMAS. <laughs> not talking to you. Do not, oh, you mean do the not sniper rifle up that this, was fully automatic? Do not dig this. Or up, you know Josh. somebody do who plays Ganondorf this. and Smash Brothers because do, you know Ganondorf there's is... no finesse. He just oh, has to my, use raw okay. power. You know what? No, All right. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up my man Mike here. Don't let me. Don't make me get out my Smash Bros. Chart and show you that Ganondorf is empirically the worst character in Smash Bros. For the Wii, in, in Smash Bros. for the Wii. He's the worst, and I still crushed you with him because you suck. Okay, Unskirt. Josh, Josh probably does. Back suck to Destiny game. Two. Yeah. So, like playing the beta itself, uh, it's you know it was for me. It was like this feels a lot like Destiny. Like they really didn't. Uh, I think I'll like. The gameplay of Destiny was always really like the thing that sold it when so much of it was bad, because you know it's like okay the story's bad, uh, all this other stuff is bad, but the gameplay is really good, and I think Bungie did the smart thing here and kept a lot of that gameplay. They made a couple tweaks here and there which are just different, um, and now and I'm playing it on PC from going from console it's like the frame rates doubled and it's gorgeous. So I'm pretty sold on that. Um I and that but that this is coming from someone who's played a lot of Destiny before. Josh, as someone who hasn't played a lot of Destiny, what did you think about the gameplay itself? Uh, I mean, the, the heavy I had, sigh. <laughs> I 
that hurts. I didn't have a bad time. <laughs> that sounds like something you say when you have a really great, wonderful time. Okay, great. Josh had a great time, everybody. Th- thanks for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Mike. I'm here with Josh and Ray. We're ending this episode right now and because no one else has anything to say. Goodbye. Nope. Josh, um, please continue. I, uh, <laughs> like, the, the shooting's good. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it feels tight. Um, it works great with mouse and keyboard. The movement is so fucking trudgingly, sloggingly slow. It's methodical. It's, it, has, it has patience. Like, you're slower than the Master Chief in Halo, and that motherfucker, like, sauntered into places. He was never in a hurry. (laughs) I I actually compared the movement in Destiny 1. I haven't played 2, but I compared the movement in Destiny 1 to, like, one-to-one Master Chief. Like, they they all felt like Master Chief. Then they've decided to slow it by about 30 to 40%. (laughs) Did you... You know that there's a sprint button, right? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, okay. Master Chief and, didn't uh, have a sprint button until later. I'm just saying. That didn't make me feel much better about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I've I've heard this comparison before, but since I didn't play Destiny 1, I, did, you know, I, I didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, really, Destiny is pretty much just Warframe. Like, I That's play- not true. That's a ludicrous. That's a ludicrous. Statement. Okay, it's let's ludicrous. see. Uh, um, let's see. Warframe see, has an elimination see? mission where you start at one place, you take your squad, and you run through an area. You, you can't kill a bunch of enemies that are mid tier to high tier. Then you get it uh-huh. in. You find a name guy. You kill him. You get some stuff, and you go home. What did uh-huh. we do in that strike? We started in one place. We ran through an area. We killed a bunch of mid tier to high tier enemies. Got to the end. Killed a big name baddie. Got some loot and went uh-huh. home. Now I will I will agree see, with the, Josh see, that the but, strikes. But see, there's an underlying assumption that you're making that is flawed, okay. in that you're assuming that Warframe is good, <laughs> when in fact Warframe I'm, is actually bad. I'm, I'm not actually not I'm not good. I'm not assuming that Warframe is actually good. I'm not assuming this that is a Warframe flawed is argument. And I'm not just, assuming that Warframe. That that flawed premise destroys all subsequent Mike, arguments. Ab- I am not what? assuming that Warframe is good. I am just assuming that Warframe is better than Destiny. Oh, I might disagree with that, uh, but I will agree with let Josh. Me, let me that- let me give me. you some reasons why Warframe is better than Destiny. Okay. One, the lore isn't in a separate web page. It may not be in the game either, but at least it's in the fucking executable. Two, you can move your ship. In the loading screen, uh, way better than Destiny. That's fair. Three, That's also fair. <laughs> Three, I can run a four stack of players in a game. Why the fuck does Destiny have three people for a strike? What? Who sat down and said, you know what? I remember the Nintendo 64 and its great three-prong controllers for the, uh, you know, in the front there. clearly for one hand each. Every time you bought a multi-tap for your PlayStation 2, it added one additional so you could have three um, things. Everybody remembers that great Valve classic, Left 3 Dead. Like, um, what the fuck? Does it help you, if I may, Mike, if I may, does it help you to know that the raids are six players? Does that help you at all? 
No. Okay, that's fair. Not Raids at all. Are really good. The raids are see, fun. Again, the raids are great. You see, you see the, you see, you've made a lot of important points, Josh. Yeah, I do think it's weird that strikes still have three players. I, I wish they had four. Mm-hmm. But again, we keep. I just want to come back to the central premise. Is that just at least compared to Warframe? Warframe just does, does not feel fun to play to me. For me, see, I, I just did not. It feels I, too I like floaty Warframe and because I felt like, like it Warframe, feels like it has, things have zero weight. And I, that's the thing I really love about like the Destiny like gunplay is that it feel it just feel like the sound is really good. It just feels really good. And that, and Warframe always felt too kind of. But I, I, me. I prefer the fact that I can move around and jump and knee slide and get up close and like slash a dude and get you know get out quick and you know run around and that i i like that quick movement i will agree with josh that the strikes the repeated strikes in destiny because once you get to level 20 at least in destiny one once you get to level 20 and you're just doing it for the light and you're doing it for the tokens that does feel like warframe i'm not going to disagree with you there also josh are 100 right it's always been the biggest complaint of mine why can't you move your spaceship why is it there? Why is your spaceship a loading screen? That is such a punch in the dick. And that has Zero always been 10. a punch in the dick. No Don't redeeming worry, qualities. Mike, Mike said, you know, they'll, they'll add it to the DLC later, which you can <laughs> purchase for some space. And here, you, you can, know what? Here, you can move your ship in the Grimoire cards, okay? Here is where some, some friend of the pod, Matt, made a, uh, made a point that, you know, Warframe has a lot of free-to-play mechanics, while Destiny... Is just a retail release. Oh, except wait, Destiny is a retail release that now has a platinum, a premium currency that you can buy for a mm-hmm. additional fee with lots of microtransactions and hundreds of dollars in uh, DLC. So let's, not let's, only do you hundreds get, of do- okay, that's a uh, bit of a dr- okay, I'm, that's a bit dramatic. I'm be I'm being hyperbolic. Pump the brakes, kiddo. I'm being hyperbolic. It wasn't a hundred dollars in DLC. I apologize. Destiny One only had ninety dollars in DLC. I accept. I accept your apology. Um, I accept it. Can we talk about so the elephant in the room? It's a full, it's a full retail game with DLC and free to play mechanics. Warframe at least has the decency to be just free to play with microtransactions. Yeah, but it's free to play and bad. See, that's the thing you but keep. Des- for, Destiny is a full retail release. You keep kind of getting that. Warframe is not fun to play. <laughs> you keep forgetting that. Neither is Destiny. Like, are you guys going to really get into a subjective argument? At least I can play Warframe for free. Are you guys going to really get into a subjective argument can, over what game is actually fun? I can, I can pick up Warframe for free, play it and realize it's bad, and put it down. I have to pay $60 to realize that Destiny is bad and then put it down. And then take it back to the store. I'm on PC. There's no store to take it back to. If I pay $60 for that game, uh, I'm on $60 for that game. So I, I well, sell your account. Josh brings up a really, really good point that I think we should talk about, and it's the gating off of premium content when you buy, like the the fact that there is gated off premium content for the PS4 version versus the PC version. Mm-hmm. Um, I get why they did that because Sony's throwing a lot of money at them, but can I still say that still feels a bit shitty? Like oh, it's don't weird. Worry. But Don't worry, Ray. Been... You'll feel a lot better to know that their first big piece of DLC is coming in December 
Yes. So content that probably should have been in the game, you know, to make it not feel so <laughs> empty yeah. like oh, they did the first on. time. You know that you is know gonna that be things, paid content. At a certain that point they determine what's gonna be in the disc launch and then they start start working on subsequent content. You know how this works. So here here's my problem with that, and I've always had a problem with, a, game, with gaming companies doing this. Like if you let's say you bought the uh the what what do they call the stupid thing? There's a standard edition, then the Season deluxe pass. edition. Yeah. The pass. What are you buying with that? For 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 the extra money, what are you, you doing? Are, with you that? are pre ordering you are basically just pre ordering DLC when you buy a season pass. Mm-hmm. Side yeah, of so, so that's ninety dollars. For an extra thirty dollars, <clears throat> you were saying here is th- here is an extra fifty percent on top of the sixty dollars I'm already paying, and I don't know what you're gonna give me, but I trust it's gonna be something interesting. I think Every video game company that does that is shady, and you should cock yeah, at least one eyebrow. Also, it is, it is weird when I will. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, gonna use the word optics. Uh, <laughs> the optics are really bad on a company who one of the main criticisms of their first game was that there were only four areas and it was very content starved and you really had to get the DLC to get anything to then have this opportunity once again to try and bring new players on and say, look, we're making the game we should have made the first time and then say, you know what? Actually, we're going to kind of content starve our game a little bit so you give us more money and we give you a DLC like eight weeks after launch rather than just saying like, hey, Here's a really good base game. You don't even and know then if it's what? Eight some weeks content. After lunch. You are giving I'm them way too you, much credit gonna, by giving them a timeline. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you know that eight weeks after launch is not December. Eight weeks after launch is would be at would be the end of October at the least. Um, if you're playing the PC version, it's coming out in October. And Fuck. if the DLC is in December, October, damn it, November four weeks, December four weeks. Fuck. Honestly, if it's if it's before the end of December, it's even less than that. So, axe kicked. <laughs> but the- and this is why we tell PR listeners to vote with their wallet because, you know, that's the thing that we live in an age where, as someone who is who really liked Destiny, who really liked Destiny One, mm-hmm. played the Destiny Two beta mm-hmm. and liked what they saw, um, and is really excited about. I guess what is has a pretty good idea that that based on the trajectory of the Destiny One content, that Bungie's probably learned what is going to work and what's not going to work for Destiny. Um, but they don't least, seem like we're they all have. playing on. Well, we're we're playing on on PC and in in this game. I mean, because Destiny is the kind of game it's going to be like it's a long, it's kind of a long form review. Yeah, but so here's I the, think here's we're definitely going to. I will say I don't give Bungie too much credit on the PC port just because they outsourced it. So, yes, they had the foresight to do a PC port, but they got somebody else to do it. So Who's doing it? The I forget what studio it is that's doing the, the port. The people who brought uh, Tony Hawk 2 to uh, Game Boy. Stop it. Who is it? Activision? It's a good PC port. I mean, you played the beta. It, Okay, here here's what I'll say. Don't get me wrong. Destiny, beautiful. Runs great. I love the shooting. I think the character design is interesting. The f- environments are stunning. 
there's just it just seems like Activision is actively trying to make me not like the game with mm-hmm. decisions that they are making around how they package stuff, how they're presenting the story, just some of the stuff about the the gameplay and the microtransactions and the DLC like that it I can't separate that out and I can't sit here and feel like I'm not being onboarded as a player well enough to then go and play this game that I can only play with two of my friends at a time and like move really like I just I want to I want to like Destiny I love Bungie I think they tell great stories I think they make beautiful environments I there's just something keeping me from it and you know maybe maybe like it's not one single thing but it's a lot of the these yeah. kind of smaller things are adding up for you. I think I think that's a totally valid concern. Like that's kind of why I was um, cuz I think we're I think cuz you know for consoles this game just came out on we're recording this on Thursday and this game just came out on Tuesday. So a lot of the we're still kind of because even a lot of people like review outlets still haven't like because the servers have just gone up, so a lot of them are still kind of playing through, um, you know, kind of the full content here. So we're still it we're still kind of navigating, you know, exactly what we're dealing with here. I've heard some, I've heard some early word that there might that we might honestly that we hilariously might be in another really short kind of vanilla content game. Um, I know that the raid is coming. I mean, they have the raid coming next week. I think. Um, but that, that again, it's like kind of like what I was saying, and why I'm kind of fortunate that why why I was I was a little I was pretty bummed with the the, the <laughs> delay on the PC version, but it's going to be pretty nice, honestly, to just take a look to get a really good idea about what is in that game. I mean, because by the time that the PC version is out, I mean people will have you know the first raid will have already happened, and people will have a really good idea of what's in that base package. And at least, at least, I mean, obviously it's, you know, console people are, are already kind of in this, but at least for PC, people who are going to be playing Destiny 2 on PC, they're going to have a really good idea of what what kind of uh, value they're getting on, on, a, on a game like this. And I know, like I said, I know um, I really, I really enjoy Destiny 1 and playing through that beta and just seeing how well it ran for me is enough to get me excited and probably pick it up. But you know, again, if if it's if if you haven't played, if you didn't play Destiny One, uh, and you didn't get to spend a lot of time in the beta, I I do think on honestly, like it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to wait, just because mm-hmm. it is Destiny is really fun, but there's not a lot of other games. It's really different from a lot of other games right now, yeah. Um, in terms of the feel and and it's something that would be. It, it, it just with the history it has, I think it would be a kind of a wise decision if you're on the fence to, you know, you're not going to be missing out on anything by not jumping in early unless you're like someone who's obsessed with being like must have world first raid run. Mm-hmm. But here's the, here's the thing is if I don't get in early or they don't do what they did with the Taken King, which I think is partially 
due to the fact that they fucked up and they were just trying to get people to buy it and release, say, the the mate the base game with the first big expansion for sixty dollars, um, then I'm not I'm not gonna get it. So here's and something. I, uh, no, go 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 ahead, Josh. I, and I, I, I just this this is a very crucial time um, because I don't want to be in the position where. Um, and you know, this, this happens a lot in Warframe where you get into the game late and you have to somehow grind yourself up to the point like, you know, Mike's going to get this game right away. I want to play this game with Mike. If I wait, Mike is going to be level 20 and level, I think, what does it go up to about 876, uh, 879 for light or something like that? Whatever. You're going to be up there. <laughs> you're going to be up there. And so I'm going to come in as a baby level one with no light and like somehow have to get up to speed to the point where I can learn the game, get all the levels and then get to the point where I can play the game with Mike without him just running through everywhere and killing everything and saying, oh, trust me, just follow me. I'll get you all the XP. That's not fun. Sidebar. Yes. I'll start a new character for you. (laughs) Or you could just like class class switch. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'll play a Titan as opposed to a Warlock while Josh picks a new character. I want to play with you guys as well, but I am looking that Activision has decided to become the dark side and some of those microtransactions are not just cosmetic and do affect gameplay. They're basically loot boxes that you can buy. Let's call them what they are. They're called like special Ingrams you can have to cut. They're loot boxes. And some of these loot boxes... Well, don't worry. You can also buy cosmetic stuff. Um, like color shaders that are consumable and can only be used once on one particular piece of armor. So if you want to have a character look all the same color, you better hope that you find all the same colors in drops or buy them. Yeah, I saw that the community manager for Destiny comments, because lo- there's been a lot of fervor about that, particularly today. Yeah. I saw that like, the Luke Smith, he's like the main kind of community guy. He was like, okay, okay. I, we heard you. We're gonna give you. You're eventually. You're gonna ha, like. You're gonna very quickly have double digits of any shader for any particular area. Um. So it's gonna be coming pretty fast and furious. Like you're. It's. He he is saying that the amount of shaders that you're going. It's not like you're just going to get. Oh, I just have one black. Now I just have to figure out. Okay. Well, now I have to. I have to grind like six other black shaders to get all black armor uh it seems like it's going to be a lot more abundant than that like it's not if you wanted to make all of your armor one sweet like one set of color he's saying it wouldn't be too difficult for that it would that would be you'd pick up those shaders pretty quickly but again that's just the word of the destiny 2 community manager so well that's an ongoing story we'll have to see what's going on there but it's, On the surface, it, it does seem a little weird that it's like... I really like the idea of, I guess, like, just to be clear, I like the idea of separating all the individual gear pieces. Like, that's pretty cool because, I mean, I liked... I mean, it was cool to have all your stuff, like, pretty be pretty matchy-matchy, but I really like the idea of, uh, in Destiny 2, of having, like, being able to, like, really mix and customize. Like, that's really fun. But ha- having to, like, apply, like, in-game currency to change the color of things when that wasn't the case before is kind of 
it feels like they're taking something away from us as taking something away from you, mm-hmm. um, which is never fun and never easy to explain to a community. It's so. the open we'll and see. obvious greed that Bungie, Activision, collectively, and I guess Blizzard, throw them in there as well. They're getting a piece of this pie. It's the open greed oh. that they think we're not catching. It's like, we, we see you. We see your microtransactions. We see the fact that you're charging extra money for stuff. You're not telling us what it is, and you just want us to pay for it. We're not dumb. You know what? I take that back. Some people are dumb. Some people have spent hundreds of dollars (laughs) for this game. And if you're telling me that this game that costs $60, you're openly telling me that within eight weeks, I am going to be so bored with this game that you need to offer me more content to get fully satisfied with this multiplayer MMO. What is wrong with you? What is going on? The World of Warcraft had at least had the decency to release an update once every year. And I think after a year in the MMO, that's enough time to reintroduce a piece of content. You know, come at me. Come get my money. Don't tell me in eight weeks you're going to you're gonna need this because, fuck, we don't have enough going on right now. That's insulting. Yeah. No one does. Do you gentlemen not feel a little bit insulted by that? That your sixty dollars is clearly not that, enough, and, that, and, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is like, they they have a game that is so content starved that they have to put out a DLC two to three months after launch. I'm I'm assuming I don't know one way or the other, but I'm assuming it's paid. Like, it's why paid. why wasn't that? Why isn't that in the game? Simply because they wanted to cut a chunk off, so you would have to pay for it, and like that's. Just just to play devil's advocate, would it be okay if that same amount of content was just delayed by another couple months? If it was delayed by a year, yes. If you you confidently told me, like, take Breath of the Wild. I don't like the fact that Breath of the Wild has DLC, but I respect the fact that they respected my intelligence enough to wait damn near six months. I think it was nine months, actually, now that I think about it like nine months before they released a piece of DLC for it. And you know, the DLC was ho-hum. Take it or leave it. Hard mode, Corixie tracking. I mean, path tracking. I don't think that they had the Corixie thing. That's what everyone wanted. Apologies. And they gave you like some extra little piece of thing. I forget what you it was. You also don't feel, it also doesn't feel like Zelda's missing anything. Or that no. there's not enough content there to get you through to the next release of stuff and as people play through destiny 2 at least from the reviews that i've read so far yeah i mean obviously that'll change over the next couple days if people really dig their teeth in this game we don't at least right now i don't i personally don't have a great idea of like if this is a yup this game is really shitty in terms of its content and value right now yeah i i don't know if i've seen confirmed like reports of that so i mean obviously you know this time next week this con- i might be like yeah the destiny 2 doesn't have destiny 2 is not worth 60 bucks right now well it's coming um, out, uh, it comes but out like October, th- right? that's something we'll have to kind of keep an eye on as people are kind of moving through the game and uh and as the, kind of like i said the raid comes out and and stuff like that i will so say that the, the door is not closed on destiny i you know i'm still willing to give it a shot I did not have fun, but it's getting harder and harder to convince me that I need to plunk down $60 when 
there are so many other games coming out yes that are either already out or coming out in the near future that i'm also interested in like there there is room in my life for a shooter like destiny like that kind of thing like i've got plunk bat and i've got overwatch but i want that kind of like a loot shooter a loot shooter i want i want that but i'm like if i you know if I could just play Warframe. I keep going back to it. I'm like, I could just download Warframe and just play that and run through some stuff and blo- Yeah. <laughs> Be right back, y'all. Okay, so while Josh is having to get exit. The thing <laughs> that Josh is forgetting here, and now that I can say that he's gone, is that Warframe is actually very bad and we, not we, fun to play at all. We, we have to stop it's this. It's so floaty this and has nothing has any meaning. This There's has no- to stop. It doesn't have to. St- it can't stop in that we uh, have all agree- uh, the all all wa- two of us who are here <laughs> have agreed that Warframe is not good. Okay, uh, well now that we got that, okay, Destiny two t- conversation whoosh, done. That is, that was forty minutes. That was a lot longer than I, I meant it to be. I said five. To As a 10. matter of fact, I even have a Destiny. I have a Destiny quiz set aside for us, but we can save that for another time. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want Josh to miss out on the Destiny lore quiz. No, please don't. I want you to tell me like what games you're playing. Uh, yeah, go go for it. What games are you playing? Uh, other games I've been playing lately. Um, I have played through. Sarah and I have played through. Um, Uncharted for The Lost Legacy. Yeah. Which is kind of an add-on campaign for Uncharted 4. Uh, which, you know, if you're not familiar, is like a third-person Indiana Jones-style action game. Um, and uh, featuring um, the two uh, really cool female protagonists from the Uncharted franchise, uh, Chloe and Nadine. And um, uh, I played through that, and as someone who really enjoyed Uncharted Four, uh, I really, I really, really enjoy enjoyed Uncharted: uh, The Lost Legacy. It's just you know, it's more Uncharted. It has some kind of you know open world kind of elements, which is pretty fun. I think they do some really good story stuff with all the characters in that game. Um, it's definitely. I, I like the story of Uncharted Four, but it is very long, and Uncharted and Lost Legacy I think is a bit more efficient in its storytelling. Um, and uh, I guess uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed that, and I would really love. I mean, I know I know Naughty Dog's kind of putting Uncharted on ice mm-hmm. for now, but I'd really love for them to you know revisit that every now and then, just in like those little kind of bite size. Um, kind of uh, campaigns or like little adventures like that, just because I, I just because they they have so many characters and I've done some really great stuff, so I'd I'd love to keep revisiting that every now and then, uh, without having to, them having to do a giant sixty dollar like extravaganza. Like it's okay for them to have shorter pacing. Uh, or I guess it'd be be a shorter game, which, so, but I did I did really enjoy it, and I think it's it was quite good. So I think we covered like I want to say like mm, six months ago, where I went through the entire series back to back to back to back. Yeah, uh, and I really 
enjoyed Uncharted 3 and mm-hmm. 4. The first two... I thought the first rough. one was... First one's really rough. Um, it has yeah, not rough. aged well. Uh, the second no. one is better. The third one feels like a video game at that point. And the fourth one is just... Wow, that that That's a game, my friends. The yeah. fourth one is a game. Like, like I, I really liked 4 and Lost Legacy, but definitely... The core gameplay of Uncharted, which hasn't changed... I mean, it's gotten a lot more efficient since the first Uncharted, but it really it, it really is just a not super fun. I mean, the first I mean, one's it, ridiculous. Which is weird to say, because I really enjoyed that game, because it's gorgeous, and the characters are great, and some of the combat stuff is fun, but, like, just the... Like, going back to the... Uh, Going back to like one and two, it's which is like the ratio of platforming and just it's just not in it's not in, I guess inherently in fun in in and of itself. Yeah. So, um, I'm I am kind of glad that they are moving away from it just because after four after four after playing through it, four was a long game and I, after after I played through I was like that was really great but oh boy I'm gonna need some time before I come back to mm-hmm. an Uncharted style game uh, and I think the Lost Legacy was really good about the pacing of that like not like really good at like just when something was starting to get like okay I've been doing this for a while changing it up like it was really good about keeping things fresh which I really appreciated so uh uh, maybe I'll give it a shot one day. I mean, I'll just download it to my PS. It's like twenty bucks, isn't it? Uh, it's forty. For ooh, 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 how long is it? How yeah. Many, how many hours did you clock into that? I mean, it was like it was about as long as uh, it, was, it was. I mean, I said it was pretty short, but it was like it was short relative to four, so it's pretty long. It was like nine. It was like a good nine hours. I think. Okay, so it's a good like, like you, it's you play it's, it for a week. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So there's some justification to that. Cost. And not to mention that four is just a good looking game. Like that, that yeah. is a and and um and if it if you didn't if it uh I mean a lot of people who are buying this probably already bought four, but it does give you access to the Uncharted Four multiplayer. You. I didn't I messed around with that a little bit and I didn't think it was fine. Um But if you didn't already if you weren't already playing that, you it get this will give you access to that too. I mean Great. I just didn't care when I saw that. Un- oh, yeah, when I saw that like, I Uncharted 3 and 4 have multiplayer, it, I'm like, I, okay. I, I can't be bothered. Yeah. There's too much other good multiplayer out right now, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What else are you playing? Uh, other things I've been playing. I guess the other big one uh, has been on my, on my Nintendo Switch. I've been playing. Uh, let me look up the name of this game, actually, because I can never remember, get it right. Mm. I always get it wrong. Uh, I've been playing Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is a a a uh, kind of. It's not a typical Mario game. In that it's a XCOM. You know, kind of tactical strategy shooter like game, which mm-hmm. is wild for Mario. And I mean, and it, it it's and I've been really enjoying it. It has a lot of Mario XCOM. It looks good. 
Yeah, it, it it takes a lot of the XCOM formula where you have different characters and classes who have different abilities and are kind of filling different roles. Um, it takes all of that and, and but and simplifies it, but it's not. It simplifies it in some ways and add, and kind of put moves up the complexity in others. So it's like in XCOM where you have it, where for example in XCOM you have you might have a 74% chance to hit or like a 62% chance or like a 34% chance. In Mario Rabbids, you either have a 0, 50, or 100% chance to hit based on if you have a, you know, no shot or they're in, in half cover or if you've got a wide open shot at them. Um, so what it, what it kind of draws away from that kind of dice roll it makes up for in the complexity of like the pl- I guess like the the platforming of it almost. So because it, it is like a turn based game, but just the way you're moving around the environment and like jumping off of your teammates and like slide tackling people and going through pipes, like it feels kind of like a weird like a weird turn based platformer. Like it, it's like really cool how they kind of took the DNA of a Mario game. And distilled it into like a turn-based strategy game. Mm-hmm. It, it it feels it it takes a little getting used to, but it's really cool. Um, it's really fun and, and difficulty-wise, like it really kicks up. So even if you're you're pretty familiar with the genre, I, I am. Um, I love me some XCOM. Uh, yeah, it it definitely it's different, but it definitely is. It's still very much challenging. Um. All the and it still has a lot of good. It, the some of the writing is pretty funny. It's definitely like weird because the for those who for those who are not familiar with the rabbits, just pick. They're just video game minions, like the yellow minion things. They're just like that basically, but rabbits. They're awful instead of minions. It, they're they're equally shitty. That's yes. the important thing. <laughs> Um, is and and have a mischievous nature it's the the kind of the dynamic they strike with like these regular mario people and the rabbits interacting is always really funny um and it just has a lot of kind of quirky weird humor and is pretty enjoyable like i think it's pretty minor spoiler prepare for minor spoiler is Mm -hmm. your last warning I think it's pretty funny that like Bowser Jr. has a cell phone. Like that's just I don't know. I just think that's really kind of funny, and the game is kind of full of stuff like that. So, uh, if you are a Nintendo Switch owner who's looking for something to play after your post, after you've maybe fi- finally finished Zelda, you should probably get Mario and Rabbids because it's real fun. It's on my Christmas list. Yeah, you should make it on your like I don't know something sooner list something so- I, I mean my birthday is sooner but uh, i'm going like out of the country for that to celebrate but uh, oh that's exciting. i mean so tell you what tell you what if on my plane trip I, i'm going i'm going to germany so if on my plane trip i uh mm. decide you know what i need myself a little bit of game action i'll go ahead and hit the airport and or i'll download you know i'll f it i'll just download it while i'm there just download over wi-fi why the hell not switch is great i just say that Switch is just, yeah. Switch is real fun. 
Real good. I, I, do you hear that new Switch news that came out that uh, there are going to be some games that come out now that require you to have an SD card to play the game? No, I didn't. But so, so uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so Nintendo is partnering with some SD card manufacturer. I think it's SanDisk. I'm not sure. Uh, please, someone look me up and correct it because I'm not looking it up right now. But the story I was reading like three days ago where Nintendo announced that they are releasing games now where you will need to have an SD card to play the game or to, to, to even when you buy a physical copy of the game because it has to download that much information. Uh, because their little cards are not going to have enough information. Those can only contain, their cartridges can only contain so much information. So they're going to have to download extra information off of Wi-Fi and download it onto your Switch proper. So now they'll have boxes that will say in bright blue across the top, like requires SD card. And there's that problem I brought up like a year ago where cartridges suck. (laughs) Cartridges Mm -hmm. just suck. And this, this isn't coming to bite them in the ass. I think the first game that they're going to do it with is NBA 2K17. Uh, it's going to be the first game to get hit with the the, uh, the SD card bat. So uh, it's here. It's an, it's unfortunately coming, and it's here. The uh, Nintendo's weird-ass video game decisions just making it inconvenient for everybody. Yeah. And I um, love the Switch, but damn... Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that seems weird. It'll have to be... We'll have to kind of see what's going on there. Um, I guess, talking? yeah, I've been I've been kind of blabbing about what a lot, what I've been playing. Uh, what have... Uh, um, what have you been playing lately, Ray? I'm glad you asked. So, uh, you heard of this game called Song of the Hedgehog, right? You heard of this character? Uh, yeah, yes, I am very familiar with uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog and his accompanying family. <clears throat> yes. Sonic T. Hedgehog. Uh, so Sonic T. Hedgehog has he's back. Yeah, I, I hate when people use that phrase, and I'm using it so ironically. There's a new game out of it called Sonic Mania. It was made. It, Sega is pitching it as a game made by the Mania for the Mania. It's made by the fans for the fans. It's actually a game made by a studio created by Christian Whitehead who used to just do mods of Sonic games. And Taxman, uh, Christian Whitehead used to go by Stealth. Yeah, Stealth. And Taxman, maybe I'm getting it mixed up. Anyway, it's not important. uh, Who also made mods of the game. And T. Lopez, who used to do music for Sonic games. And a bunch of other people. uh, All made this game Sonic Mm -hmm. Mania. And it's the official... Follow up to Sonic the Hedgehog three, uh, and Knuckles, <laughs> and Sonic Mania is uh, it's great. It, it's fucking great. It's so yeah. fucking great. It's so good. It's, uh, I've been pl- I've been playing it on my Switch as well, and uh, I think I just got to. I'm not too. F- I don't think I'm too far in. I just got to like Starlight Highway. Mm-hmm. Um. You're you're so, halfway through. You're at the halfway mark. Halfway, okay. Um, Keep going. But yeah, I've been as someone who hadn't played a lot of like 2D Sonics when I was growing up because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't have a Genesis. Um, I that game is it. I've really been enjoying it too. Man, it's fast. Like all the all the art, all the art and sound. Like I don't. It's like 
I don't know how well it would have run on like a true Genesis back in the day, but it's um it uh it just looks really good. Like it's just really good. Like man, I've really been enjoying Sonic Mania too. Like it's really fun. So I, I sat down over the last week and I beat it and then I was like, Man, that was good. Let me go ahead and get all the Chaos Emeralds. I went, I got all the Chaos Emeralds. And you do, there is a super secret last level when you beat the game with (gasps) all the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, yeah. So so keep that in mind. Go get that done. And I haven't unlocked all the, uh, the Blue Sphere games that you can play. For each one that you complete, you get a little medallion. And I haven't unlocked all the medallions. And I've just made with peace with the fact that I'm just not going to. Yeah, those are hard. I don't know how people just casually just like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and knock this out real quick. Like, there are people that just completed all the Blue Sphere games like day one. And those are the Sonic fans that, you know, you don't fuck with those people. Um, But if you do complete all the Blue Sphere games, you get a new mode called And Knuckles. And that lets you play through all of Sonic Mania with a Knuckles sidekick as opposed to a Tails sidekick. So you can have Sonic and Knuckles Tails and Knuckles and come on board to this train with me. You can play Knuckles Big and Knuckles. The cat and Knuckles. Yes, finally. You're such a goddamn troll. <laughs> Charmy B and Knuckles. Stop. Stop this. This is the dark Archie Comics and Knuckles. <laughs> Rouge the Bat and Knuckles. <laughs> oh hell yeah. We are- this is what Shadow is and Nuck. Mm. Yeah, you know, oh I'm, yeah, uh, he, so fucking edgy. But Sonic Mania is great, and I uh, finally started my journey into near Automata. And uh, <gasps> really, it's an Automata or Automata? I'm not sure. Automata. It's Automata. Okay, because it's like Automaton. Because it's about it's a I, game I, about I, robots. I, I well, figured as much. It's a. Uh, ha- mm. We should, yeah. You should play that. Game. I, I'll let you know when I finish it. I, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm playing so far. It's interesting. It's intriguing. It's ask. It's starting you? to ask some interesting questions. And uh, I, I'm only like which... th- I'm only like two or three hours in. Okay, who are you? Who are you playing as right now? I'm playing as two B. Do you play as other 2B. people? Okay. Maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll, I got you. I got you. I'll keep that in you. mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk. Yeah, you should keep. I think. You know, not that we have like a really rigorous game of the year kind of, you know, bloodbath on our on our channel, but that that near automata is one that I would throw some serious hands for if someone tried to cut it from any sort of list. <laughs> like, no, you do, you don't understand. <laughs> that's that's my like foxhole game. Doesn't this year, I think. Doesn't that game have like 10 or 20 different endings or something like that? Uh, I think it has one for each letter of the alphabet, so 26. Jesus! But some of the, but not all of them are, like, true endings. A lot of them are, like, joke endings where it's, like, you accidentally died during this boss battle, and I was like, oh, by the way, that was an ending. Oh. Or, if, as I hilariously discovered, if you self-destruct on the space station. Oh! The, uh, space so I was station. curious that's if a, you could do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an ending. <laughs> 
I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. for. If it's I pretty to great because it's like, good job, idiot. You died and killed everybody. The end. The, there, was, there was this moment, and this is not a, I hope this is not a spoiler because it's like two hours in. But there's this moment where the game asks you, do you want the ability to self-destruct? And I'm like, the fuck? I mean, um, can I, I do guess. that? And then they're like, here's how you do it. Like, why are you telling me this? Oh, no, this might be important later. I mm, Can I do it now? And mm. then I stop myself. Because <laughs> I am a, I am a smart human being. <laughs> yeah, that ge- I, uh, yeah, man, that game is something like, it's really cool. I am really curious to hear how you, what your thoughts are on it as you play through. Because it's, oh man, that game was really, I think that game is really special. I'm excited. That game is real good. Hey, look, Josh is back. Josh, you want to wrap it up by telling us uh, what games you've been playing? Um, not a lot as of late. Um, just been working through Zelda a little bit more. We are close to the end of that game, finally. Um, other than that, playing some Plunk Bat, I got another solo chicken dinner. Felt real good. Jeez, well done, gat, sir. Gat, gat. That'd well be my done. that'd be my second. I've Is done it? two. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, some good gat, gat, gat. shit. I've got yeah. no solo chicken dinners to ma- my name. They're only duos, so good on you. Yeah, it was uh, uh, three kills, too. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Ooh, so, uh, it was a fuego chicken. Mm, okay. Very, very, very caliente spice. Um, uh, I'm not, that's, about, that's about it. I have not uh, not been doing a lot of, a lot of gaming the last couple weeks. So While, while you're bringing up PUBG, uh, did you guys happen to watch any of that Invitational? I did not. I uh, I caught the Invitational, and I caught one of the guys that got the first solo chicken dinner. Twelve kills. Oh. These these guys are insane when they're oh. playing. Like oh, I learned so some terrifying. tactics where I'm just oh. like, what what in the free hell? How do you guys just do this? And they're just like they just hang out in the blue zone. They just pop a bunch of energy drinks and painkillers. They're like, fuck it, I'm good. And then they just pop off everyone that's running towards the white zone. And it's just... I learned things about that game I didn't know were possible. Like, I didn't know that there's a quick key command for just popping your scoop onto a weapon. There's a key command for that. What? That's that's scary. There's a key command for healing. There's a key command for uh, quick equip. There's a key command for quick pickup. Like, you don't see the weapon on the ground, you're just running by, and it's automatically in your inventory. There's a key that you hit as you're running and do that. It was nuts. <laughs> I was kind of impressed with the level of skill on display. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's about I think that's about it that we have time for. We've, we've gone on for, like, we've hit our hour. We've done our job. Good job, yep, boys. Yep. That's, uh, yep, we talked a lot about Destiny. That's some good talk. There's a lot of Destiny. We'll have, to save the, we'll have to save the lore quiz I prepared for next time. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> hey, Eddie, you guys, real quick. Uh, you get. said you wanted to know what the Traveler is. I'll tell you all about the Traveler. And you guys able and to. And why it's evil. Pre-order. I was going to tell people where they could follow us, but honestly, if you're going to do that, I don't think anybody wants to, so I'm not going to tell them to follow us on YouTube at Unscripted Gaming or go to Facebook and like us at Unscripted Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Unscripted underscore gaming. I mean, it'd be ridiculous to tell them that we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Music Stitcher, uh-huh. Pocket Cast, all those places. Like, I wouldn't want to tell anybody to go follow us there because I don't want to subject uh-huh. them to that bullshit. Good idea. Yeah, that'd be a real shame. 
It'd be a real shame. Real shame. Don't follow unscripted gaming at any of those places because bad things happen. I don't have time to explain why. I don't have time to explain why. I don't have time to tell you to not unfollow unscripted gaming. Indeed. Mike, you just reminded me why I hated the story of Destiny 1. That's that, exactly li- that, line, right that line. That line. That's called me good writing. <laughs> I think we brought it full circle, so we'll have to end the podcast forever on that note. So yeah, thanks for yeah. listening to Unscripted Gaming. <laughs> And thanks for all the fish. I'm I'm Mike. Dumb Josh. I'm Ray. Peace. Actually, we'll be back. Please keep listening and subscribe.